Whose fault is it that I live like a child? I guess me. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Jeff, do you think you're a, do you think you're, and this is not a trick question. I'm not trying to trap you. Um, uh, do you, do you think you're a pretty smart guy? I think I'm, I think I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not winning any uh, Nobel awards. Sure. You know, I rewatched Spider-Man 2 recently and um, all Harry Osborn says in Spider-Man 2 is he's going to win the Nobel prize and he's going to be rich. And mm. I don't think Harry Osborn understands how the Nobel prize works. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I would put myself, you know, the problem is with me is between my ADHD and, uh, early IQ testing. Uh, I was, I was one of, I was a gifted kid, gifted, gifted kid, quote unquote. Gates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which my mother always said, my mother's a a teacher and she always said all children are, uh, all people are gifted. Everybody just opens their present at different times. Um, that's that's lovely. I like that. Um, and so she's like, you know, uh, very early on, I was told in a lot of ways that uh, I'm very smart and very exceptional. And yeah. you know what Pretty I mean? It's a terrible thing to tell a kid. It's a terrible thing to tell a child. Don't tell them they're dumb, but please don't tell them they're the chosen one. You know what right. I mean? Don't tell your kid I, we, that they're the last starfighter. Right. We, uh, with our kids, we try to focus on, hey, wow, you really worked hard on that. Mm-hmm. You really worked hard on that. Wow, you really applied yourself. You used your brain. Good job. Yeah. That's... This is That's it. what we're trying wow, to focus you, on. Not, you're, you're so smart. You're better at this than you were. Yes. Do you remember how you were at this when you started? You're so much better yeah. now. Like that sort of stuff, right? It's funny. It's a very generational thing, though, because all the grandparents are like, you are so smart. And I'm like, just stop with the smart. I know. Talk. Well, it comes. I mean, when you when you think about our our parents, like my mother was raised by. By Eastern Wolf. European Holocaust survivors. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, eh, you didn't die. <laughs> Could have done better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as you're happy, I guess. You know, like that sort of thing, you know? <laughs> right. Or they were yeah. just straight up disappointed with them. Uh, but yeah. then, of course, when they saw how that turned out, and I was the grandchild, I was the golden boy, right? Right. Um, but anyway, the, the long and short of all this is, is I, think we're, I think a lot of us are trained to think that we are smarter than we actually are. You know, mm. for some people that yeah. turns into imposter syndrome. For some people that that becomes genu- genuinely what they think. <laughs> some, some people that becomes Dunning-Kruger. It is. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today uh, is yeah. the Dunning-Kruger effect. Uh, this was uh, sent in by, bless his heart, Synergy. Oh, doing such work. Synergy. Synergy Mansfield. Z Synergy Mansfield on the, on the Discord. Uh, where uh, in our science channel where people are submitting amazing science stories every day i got to tell you i comb the science subreddit as yeah. one of the sources that i look at you know before we do an episode and i got to tell you 9 times out of 10 we've got better stuff than the science subreddit look at us Get in that Discord. Get in there. That's, Better stuff. Look, here's the thing. The science subreddit right now is full of a lot of a lot of stuff that we are worried about in the world, which is like a lot of why do poli- why do people think the way they do politically? Why do they do this? I don't need nine out of my ten science articles to be that. Right. That's why I Let's like get some more 
interesting variety in there. Yeah, that's why I like our Discord. If you want to join our Discord, uh, you can support the show for just a dollar a month at uh, patreon.com slash we have concerns. Uh, Synergy Mansfield is, of course, an all-star. Uh, yeah. uh, and he sent in this great article from Ars Technica, an article by John Timmer at Ars Technica, uh, talking about some new studies that say Google is causing a sort of Dunning-Kruger in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> because we because information is always accessible and at our fingertips, so we just assume we know what we're doing. Once we've seen it, we think we know it and remember it and understand it. You know what? That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> the, and, you know, I feel like it's just the headlines, right? It's just I saw the headline and therefore I know the content of the article. Yeah, it's the thing of real life has started to um, mirror early internet life where it, early internet arguments, uh, whether they were on message boards or Facebook or Twitter, somebody would make a point and then you would look up that point as quick as you could <laughs> to find the counter argument for that point and right. then respond with that. And so really it was just two search engines arguing with each other back and forth. There was <laughs> yeah. nothing real You're happening. just an intermediary between search engine results. Yeah. You know, it was, <laughs> it was just a bunch of ass Jeeves and dog yeah. piles arguing with each other back then. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we talk about this a lot. We talk about the outsourcing of our brain to electronic devices, right? Yeah. We think about this. Which I think ultimately is... A positive thing. Me too. In, in order to be able to offload a lot of the heavy lifting, you know, I like that I I have a calculator at, at the ready anytime I need it. I like that I can I have all yes. the world's knowledge in my pocket. It, it is a positive thing. Yes, but it sounds like this is a well, negative repercussion of that. Uh, certainly, there are yeah, there are growing pains, and we we've got to learn and grow with everything. But uh, UT Austin uh, had a, a, a researcher at UT Austin, Adrian Ward, um, is curious about what search engines are doing to us and uh, doing to our, our, not just our, our memory, which is something that we focus on all the time, but what they're doing to our character and our personality. Mm. So his idea was search engines return information so quickly and seamlessly that to our brain, it feels like we ourselves remembered it. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> what a lie we tell to ourselves. We're so brilliant that just using my phone isn't a function of how smart I am. <laughs> but, but, but what's crazy is like, okay, that's it's something where the where the pessimist in me says, yeah, of course, that makes perfect sense. Like, ugh, us. But like at the same time, how I don't turn on the television and and put on a movie and go, I made this movie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't. It's funny. But, 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 but when but, I think about that, but when I think about that analogy, because I went down a rabbit hole with this analogy, Jeff, okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. if I put on a movie, I don't think I made the movie. No, but I scream at the fucking contestants on Great right. British Bake Off like I sure. know how to bake better than oh, yeah. they do because I've watched an episode of Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Or, or let's, I mean. Let's not even talk about baking, which seems like a, 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 a it, it seems like a, um, a, 
function, a, a feat that you could actually perform, but you could watch professional sports and people are yelling at the screen, catch the ball. It's like, yeah. you know how difficult it is how for did a person you not to catch see the ball? that coming? Yeah. I don't know because yeah. I'm not watching it from an aerial camera on television. Yeah. Watching the Olympics and yelling at the screen is like, these are the, these people, every waking moment of their lives since birth has been aimed at this exact moment while you have fucked off and done whatever the hell you yeah. want. Even people, you yeah. know, watching game shows and it's like, this guy's fucking up. He's doing so badly. I knew every answer. Right. Um, can I, and I, I'll tell you what, Jeff, I've only been on a game show once, but I did win. So that did not help. Now I do believe I, I'm better than everyone on TV. I've been on one game show and uh, we were poised to win and it was a game show where I was partnered with someone and she misspelled the word. I'll never forgive her for that. Anyway, was it a, was um, it a friend or was it a was it somebody you were partnered with? It was a friend. It was she invited me to come was on the game friend, show with her because she right? needed a like, partner. Was a friend. We were we were yeah was a friend. Like was. A, like after that, it was just kind of like how could you? Yeah yeah. You're very fact, competitive. That, that I, sometimes I forget that you're very competitive. Oh, I'm very competitive. I'm very competitive. Uh, it's not it's not a good thing about me. Um, <laughs> but so <laughs> so the idea here is, uh, we probably categorize recall based on how easy it is, right? So if we have to go to a card catalog and then go to a book and then look it up in a book and then write mm. it down, we think about that that is valuable, arduous information that we didn't have. Interesting. But for easy to recall things, you know, like uh, we were just screaming lyrics at each other from a song that I haven't heard in 20 years Yeah, before the yeah. show started. Um, because we're brilliant. Because we're brilliant and we remember everything. And there is, yeah. listen, which, who was smarter, Dunning or Kruger? Because that's the one that I am. <laughs> we remember, Anthony, I'll tell you this. We remember August and everything. Everything after. after. Um, so the idea here is performing searches to get information might feel more like getting something out of your memory. I knew what to search. I needed the right. specific thing because it's frictionless yeah if, if the more friction between you and the answer equates in the in the human brain in the fucking narcissistic human brain as as being like oh well that must have been a difficult thing it was to so know hard. nobody knows because it was that. hard to for me to find it out how would anybody because it know was that easy, it was easy for me to find out therefore it was easy for me to know therefore i must have already known it right i that just is, forgot I momentarily we are, forgot. We are babies. We're just we're, dumb we're babies. Just dumb babies. So, in order to test this hypothesis, uh, they created a variety of information recalling questions, and then you have people answer them, either by memory or by Google, right? But there are a couple of variations on the challenge, right? So, the, the first one is people answer 10 questions. Half of them answer using their memory. Half of them uh, do an internet search. And then they take a cognitive self-esteem test. <laughs> okay. All right. Now those, the people who used Google, obviously, on average, got more questions, right? Sure. But they also felt smarter right. than the other people, which you would think the more you have to go to Google, the more yeah, you'd be like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had to look it up. But no. They thought they were smarter than the people who relied on memory. 
Right. Okay. Now, I think the, I think there's this, um, I, anecdotally, I, I relate to the feeling of Googling something and going, I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. I just didn't remember it in this exact moment, but I knew that. I'm specifically you know? thinking of like times I have been at like a, a like pub trivia and the guy says the uh or the person running the um running the trivia night says the answer and it's not the one I put down, but I go, "Oh, of course I yeah. knew it was that." I knew that. I, I you know, part yeah. of my part of me was saying that. And it's like, <laughs> right. yeah, but not the part that answered, dummy. You didn't <laughs> yeah, know exactly. it. You just, exactly. it, it's okay. Hey, brain, it's okay. You didn't know. Yeah. That's all right, brain. But no, it's not all right. Brain no. says, no, I'm smart boy. Yeah, I know stuff. And just because I didn't know this thing, I probably did know that but, thing, yeah. actually. Actually, uh, the fact that I didn't know it means that I did know it. So, <laughs> yeah. What? When you told me what it brain? was, I recognized that I retroactively had known that. Brain, we're on so many medications already. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot take another to get rid of whatever this is, brain. Um, so then Man. they want to branch these experiments out, right? Um, so they did it again. And instead of just grading them, both groups were given the correct answers to the test afterwards. It was like, it wasn't just you got an 80 or it wasn't just like, hey, we're not giving you a score at all. Just tell us how you think you did and how you feel about yourself cognitively. We're giving you the actual answers. Mm -hmm. And then they were asked about their confidence in a future test, how they would do again if they had to give, if they had to take a similar test again. Google users were like, dude, I could do this test again easy. I could do 90 of these tests. <laughs> Now I'm awesome at this. I'm tests. awesome. I, I dude, I am a test taking machine. No, you have yeah. a test taking machine in your pocket, <laughs> asshole. So then they were given the follow-up test. Because and and they switched the people around. Right. Yeah. Google people don't get Google anymore. The Google people don't get Google anymore. They performed just as poorly as, as anyone else. Of course they did. Right. Of course they did. And then in the third one, people who relied on memory were told that they got eight out of the 10 answers right, regardless of whether they did or not. <laughs> okay. You got eight out of 10. Congratulations. You remembered eight out of 10. The ones who believe this score came away with a, an inflated sense of confidence, obviously, but it was just about equal. It wasn't more confident. It was just about equal to the confidence levels of people who used Google on the test. That's funny, man. They're like, I'm just as smart as somebody who didn't know anything and looked it up. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? And then they found out that this, that this inflated sense of confidence evaporated if the Google users were asked to write down any answers they could, they could think of before using Google. So basically, you have to go through the test, answer via memory, and then you're allowed to use Google to fill in any blanks. Oh, no, this is this is proving to yourself you're an idiot. Yeah. This is what this is. This is like, oh, I, I when I Googled it, I, I knew it before. I retroactively knew this before I Googled it. But it's like, oh, really? Oh, cool. We'll write it down first next time. Oh, I'm an idiot. No, oh, I no, I just yeah, I did not. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's like making you it's like it's a reckoning. It's like making you reckon yeah. with this. They, Dude, 
This is an example, and we have a number of these over the course, the history of this show, but this is an example of one of those stories where I come away from it going, what? we don't deserve this planet. We're a bunch of dummy idiots. We, our brains are so, <laughs> so stupid. And so it's not even stupid. It's, it's like, it's self-defeating. It is, it's self-sabotaging. Yeah. It's like, well, we got smart, so, a, we got smart in a specific way. Yes. Thousands of years ago. And it's, and we just lie to ourselves. We just fool ourselves all the time into feeling and thinking ways that are just based on zero fact. Look, and it's great. It's great in a, in a life where, in a life where you're going to eat, you're going to eat a berry and you're going to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like in that life. create and perish. Yeah. It's like, oh man, you're having a great day. And then something just tears your head off. Cause who knows what's going to kill you out there. We're right. built for that kind of intelligence where it's like, we have to be lying to ourselves all the time. If, if, yeah. if ancient <laughs> exactly. man had any idea, if ancient man was able to conceptualize, truly conceptualize, yeah. not just I'll, be like, not just be yeah. like, okay, if we go into the forest, there are more animals in the forest. So we need to be more ready for more animals. Not that if we were able to be like, Short, brutal. If we were, if early man was smart enough to be a nihilist early on, yeah, 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 to realize how how bleak their existence really we is, we never would have left the cave. You <laughs> have like to have something point. in your body that says, "Ah, yes. oh, no, lion can't eat me. I'm I'm good. I'm good guy." No, no, no. Lion ate Herb and Sally, oh, but and like, Genevieve look at what. Hey, all no, of the other sweetheart. Look at else. Herb. Look at Herb, and then look at me. Of course, the yeah. lion ate Herb. The, yeah, exactly. Lion totally has decimated every friend that I grew jackass, up with. Herb was a jackass, honey. But, Look, Herb's, but Herb had spear, but my spear longer. Look how much how longer, honey. I looked up how to use spear on cave Google, and now I understand how to use <laughs> yeah, spear I looked better at the, than Herb I looked do. at the cave paintings about spear. Long spear better. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm going out there. I'm going to kill the lion. It's we're such idiots. So you might remember that one part of this was the speed at which the search engine is able to give us this information. It tricks yeah. us into believing that we are recalling it. So they also wanted to test the immediacy of Google, right? And see if that had something yeah. to do with it. So they did one of the experiments where they delayed the search results by 25 seconds. And something about 25 that. 25 seconds long. It feels, I'm sure that felt interminably long. 25 seconds to get one piece of information? Yeah. Right. I feel like Herb. I feel like I'm looking at the cave paintings. <laughs> exactly. 25 seconds? If it takes 25 seconds to find, I don't need to know it. Yeah, it's, it's basically makes Google useless. Yeah. Okay, I'll look that up. <laughs> what? 25 seconds of my life is not worth any piece of information. Yeah, no. What do I need to know that is worth 25 seconds? Oh my God. That's such an interminably long amount of time. Yeah. I couldn't deal with it. What would I even do with myself for that long? Well, how would I sit still for 25 seconds? Um, <laughs> and they found that it did reduce the confidence, but it didn't eliminate it entirely. So yes, the speed of the results is somehow tied to the well, inflated level of intellect. It feels like that is ratcheting up the perception of work, right? If it took Google 25 seconds to give you a result, maybe it was a harder thing to find. Right, or it's more unsure about it. 
feels yeah. like Google isn't sure about this. <laughs> Took Google right. 25 seconds. That seems long. Uh, and then they compared Google users to people who were given a Wikipedia page that contains an answer somewhere in and it. You got to find it. Yeah. Uh, then they found that the Wikipedia users were more likely to correctly recall where they got their information, while the Google users just didn't remember where they got the information. Yeah, they thought matter. that they remembered it themselves. Me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I knew it. I, I had it. it. Whereas like it the Wikipedia right people, because had they it. had to read the page, they're like, oh yeah, that was from this Wikipedia entry. I remember where it was because I was reading about this. And the people who like was a, were a mix of just memory and Google, they couldn't remember which answers they Googled and which ones they remembered. Yeah. It does feel like the fulcrum around which all of this rotates is, is how much work it took to get the answer. It does feel like that is a major contributing factor to how much you think it is. It wasn't you. <laughs> right. Well, and the other dangers of this, which they don't get into, but the first thing I thought of is if you search this thing, if you Google something, and like you said, your headline skimming or your paragraph skimming, and you find it and it's incorrect, but you remember the incorrect one and you remember that you know yeah. the incorrect one, not that you looked it up on Google. Right. You know that this information is something that you know, that you remember. It's part of your recollection, but yeah. it's wrong. And I think we see a lot of that, you know, not to go back to oh, the science totally. subreddit here, but we see a lot of that in political and social arguments these days. I of remember course. this thing. This is true because yeah. I remember it. Yeah. And I know it. And um, it's, it's, not, it's not that I read it somewhere and that headline that I read is potentially erroneous. Mm -mm. It's that I, I've, I've always known this and this, this is an original thought of mine yeah. and I'm expressing it to you as my own. Original character. Do not steal. Yeah. It's wild, man. It's wild. It, it, it's wild. Every time. It's depressing. <laughs> Every, every time we learn about stuff like this, because there is so much conscious stuff, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to minimize like, look, the human brain is a ding dang miracle. And of course, the fact that we can do so much and that there's so much of our natural behavior and our natural inclinations that we can override, that we can relearn, that we can yeah. add to, you know, all of that is wonderful. Uh, but we're learning so much about this subconscious wiring. Yeah. And how it works and how the, how the things that we've built to move ourselves forward really don't take that subconscious wiring into consideration yeah. nine times yeah, out of as ten. As ding ding miracles go, you know, it's, it's got room for improvement. Yeah, look, you start with a miracle and then maybe tweak. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. It's so funny, you know, as a kid growing up in the 80s and 90s and sort of being aware of the dawn of the information age, right? You know, coming out of the industrial age and into the information age. And I, as a kid who was super into science fiction and was a nerd and, you know, thought I was smart, uh, I thought this is the greatest thing ever. The information age is the greatest thing ever. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And here we are smack dab in the middle of the information age where wars are fought with information. And I mean, we're literally like all those sci-fi concepts that I read about are true. And yet the thing that I just didn't foresee and, and, and is so depressing is how ill-equipped the human brain is to be in the information age. Yeah. You know? I, you know, I 
really, I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about this, but I always leaned towards, like, I love, I used to love dystopian sci-fi, right? And the, and the thing about yeah. dystopian sci-fi was it was always, for most authors would tell you in dystopian sci-fi that there is always some shadowy organization of evil that is just smart and taking advantage of this stuff. But the best dystopian sci-fi writers, you're, 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 you're Philip K. Dix, and even like even when Vonnegut leaned into sci-fi and stuff like that, they really understood that the that that no, it's just that we're dumb. It's just yeah. that we're kind of dumb and lazy, and if we don't constantly keep in check the fact that we are dumb and lazy, we're yeah. going to be sort of our own undoing. Absolutely, yeah. We're our our capacity is uh, falls short of our, uh, you know, our ability to do things like we're, we're we outpace ourselves yeah and you know we're, we're able to like throw all this stuff at ourselves and we're not able to handle all the things that we are injecting into our brains it's it's our brain just doesn't know how to handle it yeah we we're we can come up with like the greatest we we're coming up with the greatest stuff and we're we have no ability to like pump the brakes or put the limiters on it yeah. or regulate it in any way. We, in can any way. Think, we can think a certain number of steps ahead, but we can't think a certain number of steps ahead of that. Right. So we were yeah. like, we were like, uh, I mean, and that's why they think like when, when Zuckerberg came out and when the lizard boy came out and did his meta presentation and yeah. he was like, we believe in the ability of technology to uh, connect us all and bring us together. I was like, you can't, you can't just come out and say that anymore without, right. without citing your sources and showing your work because now we know. <laughs> yeah, Even if you've seen, we want to do that. Yeah, yeah, you want to do that. But we also know that two weeks ago, you lied to Congress because you were like, oops, our algorithm did a bad. Don't tell yeah. anybody how bad our algorithm did. Right. You know, and so. Yeah, we know this, you know, on a global Dunning-Kruger scale, I think we are just starting to understand how how much we were too dumb for the smart things that we just put into that yeah. we put into uh, into motion and into focus. But what's so depressing to me is that it's not even like, oh, the technology is is warping us. It's it's more like what this study is showing is the technology isn't really doing anything. It's our brains lying to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Our brains literally don't know how to handle it. And so they just give us the wrong results. They're just like, oh yeah, no, I thought of this. It's the stupidest thing the brain could do. Why would it's you like, do no. You definitely did not, brain. <laughs> yeah. you, brain, look at the search history. You definitely did not. Come on, brain, brain, go. Ah. Search history. You brain. should delete that. Because <laughs> people can yeah. see that. People can see that. And, and you knew it all along. Come on. <laughs> and I also you yeah, knew, you it. knew it all along. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, so, yeah, interesting things. Thank you to Z Mansfield. Uh, once again, he submitted that on our Discord. If you want to yeah. become part of the Discord, it's not just a place to share science stories. It's also a place where people are talking about games. A few of us were sharing our Halloween costumes. We're just talking about stuff, hanging out. Good folks. Uh, Good folks hanging out. Being cool. Yeah. Uh, and that you get access to that for just a dollar a month or more over at patreon.com slash we have concerns. If you heard uh, the episode a couple weeks back where we played um, that extra bonus discussion of me and Jeff ranking candy and talking about Halloween and stuff like that. Patrons that the three dollar a month or more level get those every single week as a totally $3. separate show. So cheap. It's so cheap. Uh, and more and more comes as you give more. 
thank you to everybody who's supported the show. If you are not yet supporting the show financially, uh, please consider doing it. Check out patreon.com slash we have concerns and uh, see if it looks interesting to you. Anthony, do you still have your wisdom teeth? No. No, yeah, I, I got them out at, uh, I think I was, I was, I was a little older than most of my friends. I got them out at like 19, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how was that process? For me, I, uh, it was uh, horrible. I got a, uh, a dry socket. It was fucking Ooh. terrible. It was one of the worst, most excruciating. I couldn't close my mouth. I was in intense pain for like two weeks. Yeah. It was a horrible experience. You know, I had some friends that, that had that too. I'm, I'm, I was one of the lucky ones. I, uh, I was pretty much fine by the end of the same day. I got it done in the morning. I was a little achy by the end of the same day. And by the next day I was totally, totally good. Um, it's interesting more and more, I I think the the dental associations are, are saying that you don't, kids don't have to get their wisdom teeth out. They can leave them in. Well, that's uh, one of the reasons I I got mine out so late is I got braces. Uh, Mm. and my orthodontist was like, you know, if, you know, nine times out of 10, if we do this right, you just, you can have your wisdom teeth. It's totally fine. Yeah. You know, cause everything was pushed and pulled forward and stuff. But then I did not wear my headgear or my retainer because they hurt. And it was one more thing to remember. So, <laughs> uh, I wound up having to get them taken out. Do it to yourself. You do. Um, how can anybody sleep in that fucking headgear, man? I was very fortunate. I never had to deal with oh my braces God. or headgear. You know, Vision it, was always my problem. I had glasses. It yeah. wasn't, you know, the headgear wasn't as bad as like, as it was on like TV or in movies. You know, in TV and movies, you always see this kid who's in this like, they just have this full S&M harness around their head. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's got like yeah, gaskets. Bridal. Yeah. It's got like gaskets and springs and gears and shit. I mean, mine was like, it was just, it was elastic. It just kind of, it looked like those bands that you take to like the hotel when you tell yourself you're going to work out at the hotel, but you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, a home gym in a single rubber band. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, you remember those when yeah. everybody had those? It was, it was kind of like one of those, but it was just, I, listen, take a shot every time you hear Anthony say, say that he has ADHD, but one of the things that you have is like, when you have ADHD is like, sensitivity to textures and like like pain and stuff like that like it's over because your brain can't focus on anything so if the only thing that's going on is like a constant uncomfortability that's all your brain can focus on and so i'm lying in this headgear and i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) like a sad little asthmatic darth vader and i'm just like this sucks so i never wore it (laughs) and long story short i had to get my wisdom teeth out well, this is a story uh, submitted again on that wonderful Discord. This comes to us from Greg the Cookie Crumbless. Mm. He got I that nickname very, and now he's going hard. Very recent nickname earner. Just a couple uh, weeks Greg. back. Congratulations again. Uh, and this is a story about wisdom teeth. I've never really thought too much about wisdom teeth, but they are weird. Yeah. It's super weird that we get teeth at 18. What? Yeah. Why do we need new teeth at 18. Well, this is an, uh, a study that was conducted at, uh, I believe, Arizona State uh, and the University of Arizona. They, they collaborated on a uh, very robust study to try to answer the question, why do we get wisdom teeth so late? You know, it's wild. It's like I've thought about that and I want to say that I've looked into it before, but I cannot recall. Because 18, 
you know, 16 to 18 seems like a particularly weird time to grow new teeth, especially yes. since early on in in the human species, baby, you wasn't living much longer than that. What do you what do you have teeth for at 18? Those are your death teeth. What well, are you especially chewing? Because uh because our closest living relatives, the chimpanzees, mm -hmm. also get molars. They get adult molars. Uh, we get uh, new teeth at 6, 12, and 18. Chimpanzee gets molars at 3, 6, and 12. So it's super weird that we are offset so late like that. Wait, 6, 12, and 18? Yeah. No. The, it says that those are the ages that most people get their three adult mo molars. Oh, okay. One molar the back each of the time. Teeth in the back of the mouth. Yeah. Okay. Six, 12, and 18. I feel like, by, I feel uh, like my, my, I at least remember my bottom ones coming in around the same time, but maybe that's just misremembering. Uh, I mean, I remember getting all of them around the same time too, but I, I, mean, I don't know. It's like when it breaks through the gums. So you have them, they start generating earlier, and it's when they break through the gums is when you have to have the surgery. Oh, yeah. At least. I, remember, I remember. I remember doing this with my tongue a lot when I oh, was yeah. And they were oh, like, don't dude, do that. I, it makes uh, it worse. And I'm like, oh, uh, help it. Dude, I had this horrible, dude, when I had a dry socket, they had this like long gummy, almost like a piece of tape. Oh. Uh, it was disgusting. And they, I had to stuff it in the hole. What and a nightmare. This horrible saline. Oh, dude. oh, and you can just feel it back Awful. there. And all you want to do is like rub your tongue on it and get it out of there. Yes. And that's the one thing you can't do, and it tastes all weird. And ugh, blah, it's like blah. when you cut. It's like when you cut your tongue or the inside of your cheek, and you can't stop rubbing it against each other because you're like, "There's a cut in there," and it's like, "Yeah, yeah, there is a cut in there." Stop fucking with it. And you're like, "Can't do it." <laughs> exactly. Can't do it. Yeah, so the prevailing wisdom before this study is that evolutionarily, our diet fucking sucked. Right? We didn't have variety in our diet. Yeah. It was pretty terrible, and you know, our ancestors would lose their teeth pretty quick in life. Your, your, uh, your diet is abrasive. Your teeth get a lot of wear and tear. Mm -hmm. uh, and so evolutionarily, they thought, well, maybe you just grow new ones to replace, you know, the, the back areas where you chew a lot of food. You have to masticate to get stuff down. Okay. So maybe it's just like, you know, <laughs> a late, a very late pit stop where we're getting new tires on the car. You know, you're just getting some some uh, substitute. Yeah, that chewing. makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I can see why we so thought that. So this study, this, I mean, that's kind of the prevailing wisdom. And it's not entirely wrong. But this study went uh, much deeper as far as figuring out the why the pace is different from us and, and other uh, primates. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, what the factors are that contribute to that slower pace. One of them is we have longer lifespans than chimpanzees. Uh, so our longer lifespan means that we need to have teeth longer. Everything is sort of protracted and, uh, and lengthened out, right? So, you know, we just, we just are slower to everything. We are, we are slower to become adults. We are slower to get to puberty. We are, humans are really fucking slow at growing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. And so that you know, dental dental growth is no different, right? Just, yeah. We we for whatever reason the same know, the same chemical the same chemical uh, uh, signals that cause our bodies to change in puberty and become adult bodies probably signal these teeth, and it's just a yes. function of our age. Got it. I love that. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, we 
you know, chimpanzees are walking earlier than humans are walking. Okay, they, but you it's know, not a competition. It's not a competition, chimpanzees. It kind of is. I don't think it, it kind is. of is. I mean, if you've ever raced a chimpanzee like I have, you'll know it's they take it very. We established that I'm a very competitive person. All right. I'll race a chimpanzee. I, on a dude, I will arm a wrestle a chimpanzee and movies have taught me that is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If they you are just freakishly point, strong. If you just make your fingers into finger guns and go bang, they'll fall on their backs immediately. That's true. That's... They'll give you time to get away. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I don't right, know so why. We... Maybe you owe the chimpanzee money or something. I don't know why you're running from a chimpanzee in this story. No, it's because you paid all that money for that uh, convertible limousine. Uh, that you right, have. right, right. And we're going cross country with that chimp, with the chimp. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, it's before you meet Samantha and Angela and Mona. Mona. And Jonathan. Jonathan. Angela. Samantha. Mona. Anyway, uh, so these, these researchers created 3D biomechanical models of skulls for tons of species, all the primates they could find. They created the attachment positions of each major chewing muscle. They did it during different growth periods. I mean, this was a massive undertaking as far as like modeling yeah. jaws, chewing, chewing muscles, chewing structures, the facial, facial structures, the skulls, and figuring out the spatial relationships over time that are created between the muscles and the jaw structure. And what they found out is it has a lot to do with the fact that we have short faces. Humans have short faces. Compared to now, compared to what? Like a horse that walks into a bar? Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh no, but you you know, when I first read this, I had the same thought you did, which is short meaning top to bottom. Mm -hmm. That's not what they mean. They mean front to back. A short face front to back. So basically, if you if you imagine primates, you know, you go into the zoo, you're looking at chimpanzees and apes and monkeys of all kinds. Their huh. jaws are jutted forward. In fact, they're out from under, from underneath the brain case. Mm -hmm. But we have faces, humans have faces that are short and our jaws are tucked underneath our brain case. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Doesn't that mean that like if we're if if we're using this uh if we're using all the storage space here yeah, and ours are set farther back, doesn't that mean that our jaws could be longer because they're starting earlier? Why do we have shorter jaws from front to back? I would think, well, oh no, I guess because every, every animal's head doesn't look like a horse head, I guess. Now that I think about <laughs> right. it, like right. they're not all super long. So they have, wait, but no. So they should have shorter jaws than us. I, why do we have shorter jaws? This is driving me crazy. Well, it, this doesn't go into why we have shorter jaws. Just the fact that we do really. So they start farther and go out longer. In. That's not fair. That's not yeah. fair, animals. I know they get they got the best of both jaws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it, it takes a really long time for our jaw to develop. In fact, if they said if our molars were to come in earlier in life it literally would destroy your jaw. Like the, the way they come in uh, would break your jaw because it takes that long for the human species jaw to develop, to harden enough, to form, literally form enough to withstand the stress of molars growing in. Huh. 
So it's a combination of how fast the jaw grows and how long or protruding the jaw ultimately becomes that determines when molars come in in primates. It literally is like a, a direct graph of, you know, the more jutted forward your jaw is, the earlier you get molars. Huh. So what if, um, how, hmm, huh. Basically, the theory is like, huh. it's, it's just creating what they call a mechanically safe space for these extra teeth to come in. Snowflakes. So, these fucking snowflake yeah, molars need a safe, safe space. space. It needs to be, you know, hey, you just have hey. to. We're just kidding. Everybody deserves a safe space. Yeah, um, that's true. Um, even your teeth. Even your teeth. And so literally it's like everything has to sort of be moved out of the way. Okay. And and be grown hard enough to withstand the, the stress of it. And then your teeth can come in. Our jaws are soft? Yeah, until you're like 18 years old, dude. You have a soft jaw. You're like a glass jaw over here. Really? Yeah. How soft? Like soft enough that new teeth will fuck it up. I guess so. That's, huh. Yeah. I don't, re- I don't remember my jaw being particularly soft or softer. <laughs> I didn't get no, into, I didn't get into many fights. In <laughs> no, me neither. So I don't know. I always try to, my jaw was, was more about uh, cracking jokes to sort of get out of fights. That's what my jaw was used for. Huh. Yeah. I just so now that the next step of this is to uh, apply this modeling to human fossil skulls, okay, to see how far back it was that this changed, right? What part of our evolutionary progression did we stop getting molars at twelve and start getting them at eighteen? And then what do we learn from that? Just more, well, about, just more about our evolutionary past, like just for the yeah, more about our evolutionary path, and and it actually can have um, ramifications for you know uh, what we do with wisdom teeth, like you know how we handle having them or not having them, whether we should remove them or not. Um, I save mine in a jar. People who and have, I use them to tell the future. I define things. Well, with there's them. that. There's always that, and you know some people have impacted teeth, right? Oh, right. And so that's this can also help understanding why that happens and maybe prevent it. Because your soft so baby some, jaw can't handle the teeth coming in, baby. Yeah. That, and that's what, orthodon- that's what orthodontists will, will talk like in the future. Yeah. Once they know. You, they'll use this information to become meaner. Yeah. <laughs> My orthodontist had a Pac-Land machine. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Hardcore orthodontistry. Yeah. My orthodontist had, a, had two arcade machines. Had Pac-Land flex. and... Uh, uh, Arkanoid. Hold on, I'm getting a knock at my door, which is weird. If I don't come back, I'm dead. Okay. Whoa. Jenny's? What? 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 Oh my God, that's the best that, of all possible futures. I was like Doctor Strange looking at all possible outcomes. I would, I did not predict that it would be this positive. Uh, I get, I might leave this in the episode too. I just got a massive, I just got a massive crate of Jenny's ice cream. Is that from your family that's coming into town? No, God, no. <laughs> I mean, Who but it's a massive Jenny's crate. It's great that uh, Jenny's did. Hashtag not spawn. I'm just, I'm on their mailing list. And when they do, when they do <gasps> special seasonal flavors, they send me sampler packs of their special seasonal flavors. 
Can I tell you, honestly, uh, moving to Denver, the number one thing I miss is Jenny's ice cream. I'm not even joking. I mean, they'll they'll dry ice, freeze, and flat pack and ship it to you, but it, it ain't cheap. <sighs> it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. And it ain't good for Although your wisdom teeth, you said, that. bringing it back into the episode. <laughs> because once again, hashtag not spawn. Not spawn. <laughs> I, um... I found this very interesting. I've always wondered, it, it seems weird that you're a full grown, you know, nearly a full grown adult. And then all of a sudden you have to deal with like weird baby teeth issues, yeah. you know? It's body horror uh, for sure. Like it is. I remember you're, thinking it, about it and being like, I mean, listen, spoiler alert for any of our younger listeners, there's even more body horror to come, but yeah. uh, man, oh man. Well, the body horror continues into your forties. Let me tell you that <laughs> right now. You think we've seen it? We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen we haven't even, we haven't begun to see it buddy um yeah. but yeah i remember when they started coming in i was like why why is my body doing this to me they serve no purpose you know it feels right. to me like the appendix bursting it's like then just fucking get rid of the appendix yeah although we've now yeah. found that the appendix actually does do some things when we yeah well it's, it's similar right it, the the more we learn about the molars as well is is they're like well we can leave them in yeah <laughs> you know? i mean that's a you know the prevailing wisdom when we were when we were young was, uh, and really up until I, I guess just a couple of years back when they released this study was we had outgrown we had out evolved the appendix we didn't need it it was it was worthless yeah. and so if your appendix burst they just pulled it out and it didn't do anything and now they find that it has something to do with um with the uh, like the gut fauna and things like that and processing bacteria in your body so you know yeah. should we have these molars. I have to think. Well, now I'm going like to think a lot when I chew. More, right? Do you think that you have any problems chewing? Now I think maybe I have problems chewing, or am I just thinking that now? I don't think I have any problems chewing, but we shall keep track of whether we have problems chewing. Yeah, let's all have a chew log. Imagine what I want everybody to do, <laughs> which, is, which is not a piece of wood that you chew on. No, <laughs> what I want everybody to do is keep a pocket notebook, a field uh, yeah. like a like a pocket notebook uh, over the la over the next week, and let's um. Try to imagine if you had an additional back tooth behind your other yes. teeth and try to imagine as you're eating different things and different textures this week, would this back tooth be benefiting me? Record it in your mastication journal. Record it in your mastication journal. Share it with us on, on the Discord. This is citizen science. <laughs> We're going to figure out whether we actually need these back teeth. Because now, yeah. now I'm like, was, were, were the greatest teeth in my life stolen from me? Stolen from me. <laughs> Were they taken from me Maybe before we, their time? Can we get those put back in? Can we get some sort of... What if I was meant What if I was meant to be chewing like so much more jerky than I'm chewing or something? What if I was meant to like yeah. be eating like some really chewy foods that I don't find pleasant? Yeah. What if you're always chewing at an eighth grade level? Whoa. <laughs> My greatest nightmare. <laughs> My greatest nightmare. Yeah, let us know uh, on the Discord or um, you can let us know on Twitter, but we're bad at Twitter because Twitter's a bad place. Um, yeah. but if you wanted to tweet at me, I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And Hey, just a reminder, if you are a patron this week, uh, you get an extra bonus video. You should have already gotten it, uh, from me last week. You got one from Jeff. Uh, if you've been missing, we've been doing them sort of infrequently as tests, but, uh, it's just an extra bonus science story that we find interesting that we sit down and share with you once a week. So much good stuff that we get, uh, we don't have time to cover all of it. So it's, uh, it's extra video, extra content, all in thanks and appreciation for you supporting us and supporting the show at patreon.com 
slash we have concerns. Okay, I got to go. I got to eat all this ice cream before my family gets into town. <laughs> <Jealous>. <laughs> <laughs> 